Hello, my wonderful friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having a fantastic Monday, and hope you had a, just a blessed Resurrection Sunday weekend. I had a great time with the family, got to hang out with everybody a bunch, and hang out with the kids and all the family, and it was a good time. And one thing that I noticed with the church on Sunday, and of course, it's always very, very busy on Easter Sunday. A lot of people always come. And one thing I noticed, though, just the entire kind of mood of the country uh, isn't even really recognizing, and they're doing everything they can to try to remove Christ out of everything, even though Christ is depicted in portraits and paintings more than any other figure in the entire world. Essentially, the media and the social media and all the platforms are doing everything they can to erase him. It was interesting. My brother was down for the weekend. He showed me, you know, Google always has on their front page of Google, they have sometimes the most obscure, moronic things that they celebrate and change the Google symbol or the Google sign for the picture of it. You guys have seen that before. I mean, any random person that they want to promote any day, any holiday, it pretty much gets it on Google and they change it and do a little scheme. Google yesterday had nothing, nothing on Good Friday, nothing on Sunday, nothing. Now, does it surprise you being the fact that Google is extremely hardcore communist leftist and is essentially the, <laughs> the platform that they have used now to propagandize everyone? But what made it even creepier, and they showed me this, and I pulled it up online and it was accurate. You typed in Google yesterday, type it in, what holiday is today on Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday? And what came up? National Chicken Little Awareness Day. Not joking. You can do this online if it'll, if it'll still do it. Not Resurrection Sunday, not Easter, nothing. Nothing at all. Completely and totally ignored it like it did not even exist. And I saw a segment from Tucker Carlson, and he was actually discussing this. He said it's basically one of the saddest times we have seen now is overwhelming majority of Americans still celebrate and recognize Good Friday and Easter Sunday and Resurrection Sunday. And he said you wouldn't even be able to tell that if you watched anything with media. And he goes, what's happened is now is this new cult religion is starting to become a part of the United States. And he said it's essentially – the aspect of this transgenderism where people are worshiping themselves as their own God. He said this. It was an interesting segment when he talked about this. And he said what we're seeing now is people are essentially worshiping themselves. They have no great base in God Almighty or Christ or even any other religion anymore. It's essentially self-worship, and they can do whatever they want, and they're the most important things, and it, everything is about them, 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 them all the time. And we've seen social media perpetuate this to a degree I don't think any of us could ever have expected. And when I saw the video, if you guys have seen the video with uh, Riley Gaines, the female swimmer, the one who's been very, very vocal now about it not being okay to have to compete against male athletes and she was at the university of san francisco and was completely ambushed i mean like a mob i'm talking a giant angry mob of like 40 individuals screaming cussing one male in a dress hit her twice they barricaded in a room law enforcement actually had to barricade her in there and then they ransomed her they said we're not releasing you unless you pay us money and it was a giant debacle more law enforcement had to show up and disperse this giant angry, insane, demented crowd that were so full of hate and anger, and it was disturbing to me because 
We now know, and we've seen the numbers from this, is that the percentage of this transgender group is like 1% or less. Some numbers are saying 1.5% of the population. The real numbers from what I've heard is 0.6% of the population. Regardless, we're talking about a fragment of the general population of the United States, a fragment. Yet if you knew any better, the mainstream media and every single platform that we're now being bombarded with every single day is promoting this ideology, and we've talked in detail about what they're trying to do with it to the kids. But one thing that it tied into with Tucker Carlson, he said this is is basically about self worship. It's about creating yourself as your own god that you can change science and you can change biology and you can essentially be anything you want. Do as thou will, as Alistair Crowley used to say. Just exactly what they modeled after, and this is exactly what they've promoted in this degenerate society now that's composed of these individuals is now expanding on it to just the nth degree. And so I want to encourage one another, and I do I say this every single week, and I mean it sincerely, be vocal about your relationship with Christ. Be vocal about what you believe. Be vocal about where you go when you do stuff like that. It says pray out loud. This is very important because as society is creeping down this really, really dark hole, this weird hole that, I mean, never really thought we'd be going here, where, I mean, we now have angry mobs of people, you know, salt and battery on a female because she simply says she doesn't want to compete against a grown male. I mean, she hasn't come out and said any type of hardcore rhetoric. I mean, she doesn't speak nearly as aggressive as dad or I do about this topic, and she simply said this isn't fair. It's not fair to have a grown man walking around completely naked in a female locker room competing with us. That's not okay. Yet, if you read or hear anything in the mainstream media, you'd think the complete opposite if you didn't know it was propaganda. So I encourage you, as this society is starting to go upside down intentionally, because we knew this was going to happen. You can read it in the Bible. It talks about this. Continue to hold to your faith. Continue to promote Christ as much as you can and continue to recognize certain things and call it out for what they are because just because you see it happening and you do nothing about it doesn't mean you have to be silent. I mean if there's something going on or you hear about something, don't just be silent about it. Be vocal about it because what they are relying on is self-censorship now. There's now an entire group of individuals that are being hired now by the White House to work on TikTok and Instagram as essentially, and I quote, an army of social media influencers that will be stationed within the briefing room of the uh, White House. Not even kidding now. These influencers will essentially get paid and to target voters and essentially try to control the narrative is what they're going to be using them. So they're going to start hiring people on social media that have big names, that have big followings, to start pushing even more harder propaganda directly from the White House. Think about this for a second. They tried to do the Ministry of Truth, essentially that group with the FBI. I tried to set up their entire group with this, and it got pushed back on. So what they're doing is now they're just independently hiring dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of social media platforms and saying, okay, you guys are going to push exactly what we tell you to push on a regular basis. That is why it is so important to do your research and take everything you hear as a small grain of salt. And I mean that sincerely as a small grain of salt because they're going to do everything they can now to try to propagandize every aspect of the media and try to control the narrative, especially when it comes to the younger generation. That's why I said repeatedly, you have to do everything you can to promote Christ and promote biblical values and promote 
ethics and morals to this younger generation because this this next generation coming up, and what I saw that video of San Francisco University with Riley Gaines and what we're watching now, this is a very, very disturbing trend that's starting to occur. And like I said, you're only talking about a minute percentage of the population that falls in this category, and yet – if you hear anything or you see anything, you would think that 30, 40, 50 percent of the population is now tranny. Just be honest with you if, you, if you took what the media said. So understand what they're doing and continue to get the truth out there. And I, again, appreciate the support of healthmasters.com. I've told you guys before, we got a lot of new stuff planned out. We're finalizing up the final phase of the new website. going to have a lot of cool features on it that I'm really excited about. And, of course, if you guys need anything, be sure to check out the front page of different sales and the product of the week the NATO Kinesis, and vote for what you want to see win this Wednesday. And again, I repeat myself, thank you for supporting Health Masters. We couldn't do it without you. That's why we can run this show an hour every single day uninterrupted. No commercials, no ads, and no sponsors because, quite frankly, I can tell you right now, if we got sponsors on the show, they would start censoring us very, very quickly about what we could and couldn't say. That's right. Hence why our sponsors – are our health masters, customers, and listeners. So thank you again for that. Mm. And how are you doing this morning, Dad? You're right, Austin. Our sponsors are the listeners. Yep. I, I, I like that. I never really thought about it that way. But you're right. You guys are the ones that keep this show commercial-free. I remember I told you a few years ago, Doug Hagman and I were talking, and he was had all these sponsors, and one of them came up to him, or a couple of them came up to him and said, you can't talk about this, 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 and this now. And he says, forget it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do what I want to do. You tell me what to do. And Doug's like that. I love Doug. He's a great friend, good friend, good man. And he's right. You know, when you start having people advertising on your show, they start telling you what you can and can't say. And my response is always, uh, go advertise somewhere else. But my 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 response, Austin, has always been, how about we just don't have any advertisers? <laughs> and I get to lose with people asking me, can we advertise on the show? Can we advertise on the show? And and I don't do that. Now, every once in a while, I'll I'll, I'll plug something or that's a friend of mine or whatever. But it's not because I'm getting paid for it. I've never had anybody pay me to be on the show. But it's just it's just one of those deals. It's just it's just part of what we do here at Health Masters and part of what we do as a Christian. But I want to cover a verse with you today because, you know, we had Resurrection Sunday yesterday. I was able to go to two church services. I was able to go to the Lutheran Church, and I was able to go to another church in downtown Winter Haven. And they were great. Both of them were great. They were completely different. But both of them had the same message that Christ was risen and that, you know, it was, you know, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ that changed everything. And that's one of the reasons, you know, when Austin was trying to find out what holiday it was yesterday, Google wouldn't tell him anything. He goes, Google is a Kabbalist-controlled, Luciferian, satanic agenda organization, period, done, highest levels. That's what it is. And they don't want to talk about Jesus because they have an atomistic hatred of Christ because of what he did. <laughs> you know, it's funny, isn't it, when you stop and think about it. That's why it says that God of this age would never have crucified the Son of Glory had they had he known what he was doing. And it, I, find it, I find it interesting because, you know, when I run it, when I start doing Angel Wars, you're going to understand this more and more and more. On May the first, that show will start. I don't know how many. I don't know how many episodes it's going to be yet. I don't know. Like I said, I'm 100 pages deep into the notes already, so it's going to be a minute. It's not. Going to, it's going to be definitely be more than one, one show. Maybe Angel Wars Part One through Infinity, I guess, until Austin gets mad at me and tells me to stop. But <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. But, but the track. <laughs> sorry, Austin, I didn't mean that. But the point is, it could do that. I could literally start doing that with the scriptures that I've already pulled up, and I could extrapolate, extrapolate, extrapolate. I may have to do a different podcast and you know post it in a different place and just do it taped. I could do that too. I had Michael Barrett has asked me if I wanted to go ahead and just videotape it and put it on YouTube and put it on all these other social media sites and just do the whole program like that and just make it part one, two, three, whatever, to infinity and beyond as far as shot, you know, what we're going to do as far as making a full video presentation. But 
I don't think I'm quite ready for all that yet because it's going to be just uh, too much prep work as far as with visual aids, et cetera, because I couldn't get it done by May the first time I did that. But uh, I love you guys. I appreciate all the wonderful emails you're sending. And again, I'm just hoping and praying that everybody had a great, great, great Resurrection Sunday. I've been getting emails from all over the country now, and I, I love it because you know people are really supporting you know what we do, and they're telling their friends about it, and they're doing everything they possibly can in many cases now to get right with Jesus because of the preaching and the teaching that we've done on the show. And I am humbled by that because the guys, you know, I just try to tell you guys the truth. I just try to tell you, you know, who we are, what we believe, who God is, what God can do for you, and all of the rest. I mean, you know. Here's a verse, 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Boy, isn't that the truth. That's the verse after Resurrection Sunday. And we need to realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And I, I remember yesterday, one of the pastors was talking, and he used to verse the scripture that the same power <laughs> – here we go again, friends – the same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. And that's why they're so scared, you know, and that's why when Austin Googled, you know, what holiday is it today, uh, Google didn't know what to say <laughs> because the same power that picked Christ up out of it. Let me say something else to you real quick too. This, this is important. This is going to be part of the angel wars thing if I can fit it into it because this goes into so far into the New Testament. Jesus laid down his life for us on Good Friday. Okay, he didn't have to do that. He could have called literally 50,000, 60,000 angels. They were his like personal bodyguard, as you could call them, to come down here. You know, one angel could have just destroyed everything, but not much was 50 or 60,000. He came to this planet to do what he did, to be basically, basically – to die for our sins, spill his blood, blood as an omnipresent being, to provide an eternal sacrifice for us. And we've talked about that so many times, what the blood does. Now it creates an energy field that changes us back to that of the Father. It's like I've told you this before. It's like if you go to Europe, the voltage over there is 220. Our country is 110. So if you go to Europe and you have a blow dryer and you happen to get it plugged under the wall and you don't have a proper adapter or transformer, that thing just blows up. Same thing with iron, same thing with everything. So you have to have an adapter or a transformer when you go to Germany or they'll give you one from the hotel in order to plug your appliances in. Same thing is true with us. We're not of the same energy field that God is. Jesus came to be a transformer for us through the renewing of ourselves through his blood, through a blood covenant he established. If that's from a physics standpoint, if that's how you want to see salvation, that's okay because it doesn't make any difference how you believe it. It's just what happened. He changed us. We became something different when we accepted him. And then we, at that point, when we go to be with God for eternity, when we pass away and we go to the next destination, because we don't die, right? death is a lie. When we go to the next destination, we go directly to God, to the throne room. And when we do that, it's instantaneous. It's just, people need to understand that. And when Christ resurrected, was resurrected, he decided he didn't want to be dead anymore. You know, the God, the Father, just resurrected him. He just came. Because remember, when it's like this. It's kind of like when you have a cup of coffee. I'm not recommending coffee. I use purple sticks. But I'm just going to make this, this is a bit, little bit of a metaphor. You know, you have God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. It's like having a black cup of coffee, putting some, you know, half and half in it, creamer, you know, and, and putting some sugar in it. 
a very unhealthy drink, but <laughs> that's what I'm using as a metaphor. You mix it together, it becomes like one homogeneous mixture. That's what God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is. It's a triune Godhead that all comes together. Jesus was basically incarnated, incarnated into the into a human form, put it as a Virgin Mary, okay, and basically was has made man and was born as a man, and then basically by the time he became about 12, 13, 14 years old, he started to realize who he was. He didn't realize who he was when he was an infant, baby, he had no idea. But when he became at the age of accountability, can you imagine what that must have felt like? Jesus, is like you know, twelve years old, and all of a sudden he starts remembering the Garden of Eden. When I was there with Adam, <laughs> I knew Eve. You know, I know them all. I was there. You know, when I go back to heaven, I'm going to be an omnipresent Godhead. But I have these memories now. It must have been overwhelming. You know, when he's in the Garden of Gethsemane, his sweat was like great drops of blood. He was so stressed out, and he asked God three times, "Can you take this cup from me?" And God said, "No, it's the way it has to be done." I'm paraphrasing. And, and and so you know it's a interesting scenario. Remember when remember when Jesus came out of the tomb, and they were going to grab him. The women were, and he said, no, "Don't touch me. I'm not yet returned to the Father." It's because his energy field was different. He was no longer adaptable, compatible with humans. He had to say that because he didn't want to, you know, guess I guess he didn't want to plug a 110 into a 220. <laughs> I guess the best way to say it. And he understood that he just. That he wasn't – he had been changed at that point when he was resurrected. The power, the power that came through him. And we've got to understand that. As Christians on who we are and what we are, we're not of this world. This world is run by Lucifer when he and this wretched fallen angels got cast down here. Like I said, they're probably hanging out in Antarctica. And all the stuff that's happening on this planet is such a lie. We need to realize that, and we have to understand the truth that is Jesus. I've got a friend of mine. I've talked to her for four or five months as far as trying to get her to accept Christ. She was raised in a communist country. And I mean, I've gone into depth with her as far as teachings on Christ and, you know, sending her links to the show, et cetera, you know, doing Bible studies, the whole bit. And she just doesn't want to, she can't quite get it because she was raised in a communist country that was an atheist country. And so she doesn't understand and she can't comprehend the meaning of what God did and Christ did. And it's sad, okay? But that was the goal here with Stalin and Lenin was to destroy God because that whole thing was a Kabbalist revolution in Russia where they killed 50 to 100 million people. You know, Hitler killed a lot of people. There's no doubt about that. He was small potatoes to Lenin and Stalin. He was like a footnote. They, 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 those guys, when they did the Russian revolution, they killed a bunch, tens of millions, 50, 100 million people dead. And we need to understand that it was all part of the let's get God out of society. One of the things that the fallen angels did, and I could talk to you about this right real quick, after the Tower, the Tower of Babel, you know, they were trying to you know, build this, this temple, this high place to go up into a, probably some type of portal, and they were all working together as one, and suddenly all of their languages were confused. They didn't know what they were doing anymore. But also what happened after that, these fallen angels started bringing all these false religions into the world. And that's where you know, the Hindu religion came from, the Buddha religion came from, the Muslim religion came from. All these different religions that have been here for thousands and thousands of years, including the worship of Baal and Moloch and Asherah, were all brought to us by the fallen ones, the fallen angels, because they wanted to destroy what God had done and what God was doing and to cause conflict in the minds of men who knew who God was and what God was capable of doing. It's the fallen angels that did all that. It's these entities, you call them Nephilim, whatever you call them, it doesn't make a difference. Pick a name, aliens. I don't care. 
they wanted to destroy the unity of the believer with God Almighty. They wanted to prevent us from having a relationship with the most high God, you know. And, and, and so these these plans and these things were put into place on this planet. You know, this this how should I say these 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 rules and regulations that we'll talk about in angel wars. And, and you know, these angels are really not allowed to come in as far as God's angels now and proclaim and talk to you about Jesus and how you need to be saved and how you need to be baptized and how you need to accept Christ. They don't really do that in the New Testament. If you if you read it, there's rules of engagement that are in place. Because God wants all of us who accept him for who he says he is, who believe in Jesus Christ as our Savior and as our Lord, to do it from freedom of will because we love him and we want to be with him for all of eternity. <laughs> you know, freedom of wills a tough one. <laughs> okay? He could have made us all robots. He could have chipped us like Lucifer's trying to do right now You know, with these injections and all these other crazy things. He could have chipped us and made us worship him. And bow down before him, you know, and after the fall of the fallen angels, these these other angels now appear not to have a freedom of will anymore. They have to do what they're told to do. And are they not ministering spirits that have to do what we ask them to do? It's a scripture you can use. That's why I say I station angels around all of you guys every day. I plead the blood of Christ over you every day. I, I, I do the best I possibly can to put thorns around you to protect you because you're my family. I love you guys. But remember who you are in Christ. Remember what he did. And we remember it this past weekend, Resurrection Sunday. The same power that raised him from the dead dwells in you because you are a child of the Most High God. The abilities that you've been given on this planet are unprecedented. You are in covenant with the God of gods, the King of kings, the Lord of lords through a blood relationship with Jesus. What he has is yours. What you have is his. You can come boldly before his throne and talk to him anytime you need to in prayer and ask him to intercede for you. And it's so important. Oh, by the way, my good friend Lindy, we prayed for her on Friday and Thursday. Is doing great. She's gone through surgery. She's awake. She's in pain. But she's, they've got the cancer out of her, and she completely recovered. And that's a miracle. I thank you guys for it. I thank God Almighty for it. And I thank you guys for praying with me. But always remember who you are in Jesus, and don't allow these things to affect you from this world. Don't allow these momentary things to affect you. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away. (laughs) Yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day, I'm going to add this, by the blood of the Lamb and the power of our testimony and through the incredible Love that God has for us, for the light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, which is the circus clown show that we see in D.C. in the world, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. <laughs> Austin, what do you think, buddy, and what's your next story? Yeah, you're spot on, 100%. And I mean, this is why I apologize, everybody, for a little bit of delay on there. I, we got an internet issue over here at the office. We got everything up and running again here now. And um, so, but this is why, like Ted just said, you know, focusing on the positive things and what we can change and what we can do and what we can directly be involved in because the, the circus show, <laughs> this entire theater that they're constantly putting out on a regular basis is designed to do one thing, and that's keep people focused on things that essentially don't matter. 
and you know, somebody said something to me yesterday, and I thought about it. They sent me a text, and they said, the news wants to give you feelings about what's happening, but not knowledge about it. The news wants to give you feelings about what's happening, but not knowledge about it. And I thought about that, and I went, that's very accurate. The news is constantly trying to poke and prod at your emotions to get you riled up, to get you angry, to get you sad, to get you depressed, all these negative emotions in most cases, right? But they actually don't give you any knowledge. They don't actually give you any true content, any research, any truth for you to actually chew on. It's all bubblegum for the brain. It's constant things that essentially don't matter in the big scheme of things in your actual life. It's things that just continually are theater. And this is why it's so important, like I've said before, why we do what we do on the show, why we constantly do research, why we constantly get news out there, because it's the duty, in my opinion, of citizens, of Americans, of patriots, to be directly involved in making sure the truth is talked about. Because once you start having people that no longer talk about the truth simply because they don't care – which is where we're starting to become now in this country. People don't care about the truth anymore. I mean, heck, we have people talking about online and the mainstream media talking about how men can have babies. I mean, it's the stupid, most far-fetched thing that we've ever heard of, but yet people are giving a platform on it. Again, it's not any truth. It's just more things to prod at your emotions to try to confuse everyone. And this is the next step of what they're rolling out now with the AI system. This AI system is far more advanced than I think what anybody's understanding. And over the weekend, when my brother was down, he pulled up some AI stuff, this this app on his computer. And I was very curious about it again because I actually wanted to play with it. I was just curious to see how far this thing would go. And what's interesting about it is this whole entire restrict act, he told me, that they're working on right now, which is the alleged, you know, TikTok, anti-TikTok, the complete and total lie, has nothing to do with overall with TikTok. It has everything to do with making sure they can restrict and control every single thing you do and monitor it to the nth degree. And what's happening is they're going to use this AI to run algorithms on social media, then add up what people post, what people say, like whether or not people talk about the election fraud, people talk about the hate crimes that are occurring against, you know, heterosexual females, essentially, at, you know, San Francisco University. If people talk about anything that's the truth, it basically is building a database on you. So when he had this AI thing, first thing I want to do is I told him, I said, this is obviously going to create a serious problem with the academic community. I said, because you can have this stuff written. He goes, oh, watch this. He goes, we'll just do you know a science research paper, types in a topic. He goes, I need a 15-page scientific research paper in full MLA format with 20 documented references that are all peer-reviewed. Click. Thing loads out in like 30 seconds. Full 15-page MLA format, completely and totally original research paper with all documented references. And I'm looking at him, and I'm like – you do know what this means. I said, this bachelor's degree is going to be useless. He goes, Austin, master's degree is going to be useless. He goes, what, is, what, are you, what are people going to do? He goes, if people have access to this, people aren't going to learn or do anything. He goes, society is going to become unbelievably dumb. And I said, that's valid. And I said, well, what about you know if you start clicking in certain topics they don't want you to talk about? We put in stuff with Waco, put in stuff with uh, uh, Ruby Ridge, and a lot of the stuff, it was popping out was 
fairly accurate. I have a lot of knowledge based on several different topics. And here was the part that was a little strange. Okay, so we put in there: Did an FBI agent kill Vicki Weaver while she was unarmed? And it goes, yes. Lon Horich, who is FBI hostage rescue team, shot and killed Vicki Weaver while she was unarmed at the Ruby Ridge compound. And Harrison puts on there, what was he? Was the was this guy charged? Was Lon Horich charged? And the AI comes back and goes, yes. Lon Horich was charged with manslaughter, was convicted, and served 18 months in federal prison. And I went, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, that's not accurate at all. I said, he had the entire thing get dismissed. It went to case dismissed by U.S. District Judge Edward Lodge on May 14, 98, cited the supremacy clause. The decision to dismiss the charge were reversed by the Ninth Circuit Court. Ultimately, then sitting Boundary County Prosecutor Brent Brinson had defeated Woodbury in a 2000 election and decided to drop the charges once again, and the entire case was no-billed. The Ninth Circuit granted Boundary County's motion to dismiss the case against Hurwitz in September 14, 2001. And so Harrison typed in there. He typed in. He said, that's not accurate. Lawn never went to jail. And then also he says, oh, AI comes back and goes, oh, my apologies. Sometimes I make mistakes. You're accurate. Lawn Hurwitz never went to prison. Was All cases were dismissed. And I went, whoa. I said, it just fed you straight propaganda. I said, he never went to prison. He was never convicted. And I said, just straight boldface lied to us. That information didn't exist online. I've never seen anything about him getting convicted and going to prison ever from anyone. And Harris goes, yeah. He goes, because not only is AI building things, it's starting to change its own narrative on what it's basically told to change. Certain topics they're being told. So I pro- we brought up the COVID RNA vaccine. Oh, of course, it was 100% pure prop, 100%. Oh, Pfizer completely and totally made safe and effective vaccines that were approved by the FDA and emergency use authorization. The COVID vaccine has been shown to reduce symptoms, reduce deaths, I mean, the whole the whole laundry list. And we kept rebuttaling it, and it kept rebuttaling us back with more propaganda. I mean, in boldface lies that we already knew. It's not safe and it's not effective. And I thought to myself, this is in its infancy right now. If this is escalating, this starts to go snowball and starts to grow exponentially with what it starts to do with this AI Within the next couple of years, it's going to be very difficult to combat, very difficult to combat, and shows like this are going to be very difficult to keep online. What happens when you start having AI start launching cyberware? Hmm? I was asked that question. I've had a few people that I've talked to about. What happens when you start having AI cyberware and ransomware attacks, and they know all the back doors, and they know how to get around any of the doors and all the firewalls? What happens then? What happens when you start having AI do full cyber attacks on podcasts that are trying to get the truth out there? I mean, we already see it happen. We've had numerous attacks on our show on Global Star, especially when we start talking about very strange topics. So, again, is this going to keep occurring? Yeah, this is going to keep escalating. And so always remember what we're doing, why we're doing it, and continue to keep the truth up as much as you possibly can because there's no question about it. There's some very, very strange things that are happening right now. I mean, and they're, that's why they're pushing so hard to prevent the American population from having the right to be able to defend themselves. You saw in Washington State now, uh, over the weekend, on Saturday of odd things, the state Senate in Washington State um, now approved a bill to make it illegal to sell, transfer, distribute, manufacture, or import a list of prohibited firearms. 
The bill bans several broad categories, pretty much anything, AK-47, AR-15, and essentially every single variant is magazine-fed. I mean, shell, transfer, distribute, manufacture, import, everything other than possession, they didn't ban. So you can't sell it, you can't transfer it, you can't do anything with it. Now, whether this not goes through in the state of Washington, I don't know. I hope it doesn't. I hope they push back on this. I know this has got a lot of liberal stuff in Washington State, but this, again, goes back to exactly what we've been saying. When they do not want people to have the ability to speak freely, they don't want people to have the ability to fight back or stand up for what they believe. That's the problem. Once you start seeing the agenda, you've got to address it, and you've got to do the best you can with getting the truth out there to combat all these things that are constantly happening right now on a regular basis. You know, earlier I saw there was discussion of the RNA vaccines that are being put in animals right now. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, debates on whether or not this stuff is going to be transferable to humans when they start eating it. And that's why, I mean, I've intentionally told people it is so important. Do the best you can to be involved with local farmers and local growers that are in your area the best you can. If not, have connections with other ones that you can get connections with because there's going to be a very hard definitive line here soon with the mainstream food population as far as the mainstream food categories where I think they're going to really start manipulating things the best they can. And it's going to be up to us. Dad and I will be continuing to be bringing the truth out there the best we can and giving the encouraging you guys. And we'll probably start putting together a list in Florida of growers and you know farmers that we know that are going to have clean, healthy food the best we can. That's going to be the next step in this. And should we have to do all this? No, we shouldn't. Do we? Yeah, we probably should because this is what is called on us right now with everything that's happening to do the best we can to expose what's happening and get the truth out there. What do you think, Deb? I think this is an interesting show today, Austin. <laughs> I really do. Uh, you know, I mean, we're trying to cover stuff that nobody wants to talk about. We always do that. And I want to do that right now on some more of that. And, you know, we've got this crazy stuff going on right now. You know, the, the, we have this race to build the AI, the artificial intelligence, powered humanoids basically is heating up. You know, robotics, you know, basically were really launched in 2022, and they spent the last half year quietly developing a bipedal humanoid robot, a robot named Figure 01, has just been unveiled publicly, modeled after the human form. Figure 1 walks on two legs and is tended to do manual labor that currently lies on actual living humans. With a labor shortage in the U.S. and numbers in the millions, this humanoid is designed to do jobs that people don't want to do or don't have the skill set for it eventually to tackle more advanced tasks like caring for the elder and even cooking meals. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna step away for a second from this. Okay, I gotta do this because I don't really want to talk about it, but I got to. Uh, they're gonna have robots that are gonna be so humanoid that are gonna look so real that it's gonna be difficult to tell the difference. Just an FYI, just thought that you guys know that. And they're gonna do at point some point they're gonna try to take a human consciousness from a human brain. You saw this with a Johnny Depp movie that came out, Transcendence, a few years ago, and transfer that consciousness into an AI. This is just satanic stuff is what they're trying to do, and they're going to lie to people say, oh, you can live forever, blah, blah, blah. All right. The reality here is a lot of this is being done for population control. Okay, and you Stay with me for a second. If you've got young kids listening right now, I'm going to be, I'll be very judicious on how I say this. They're going to make AI robots look so real as from a female standpoint or from a male standpoint that human beings will choose that robot over having a real person as far as for intimacy. And for relationship-wise, et cetera, et cetera. And 
they're they're already doing that, you know, with, with some of these other you know things that they have coming out of China, et cetera. These I'm not going to mention them, but the, the, you know the, the you know partners that you can have, et cetera. And and the crazy part about all of this stuff is all of this is all about reducing the population of the planet again. Here's the reality: you got to die. You got to you, you can't find a decent guy to date because you feel they're all a bunch of misogynistic pigs, which in a lot of them are. I hate to say that, but it's true. Uh, they're not being led by the Most High God. You can't find a decent girl today because she's basically been completely and totally overwhelmed by the Frankfurt School cultural Marxism and feminism. She hates men. And so now you have a choice of having someone who basically is a great, you know, person who looks real, okay, or being with a nightmare. And this is all part of the satanic agenda here. It's all part of this transcendence agenda. It's all part of this AI agenda. It's all part of reducing the population of the planet. When you see these entities you know, with Roswell, and you read the book the day after Roswell, well, Curse of Corso, these entities are robotic in how they act and how they, how, how they, the bodies are, you know, and we see this stuff all of the time when we see the movies. And so they have the ability to basically create an android or an AI that's going to fool a lot of people. Now, it may not happen in our lifetime. But it's happening really, really fast now when they have these things walking around and talking and with these extensive vocabularies. And all I have to do is put a latex body on them, and now suddenly they look real. All of this stuff is being done to mess with all of us. And be, you've got to be aware of all of that stuff because if we're not aware of it, we're not going to understand what they're doing to us and how they're doing it to us on a regular basis. Very, very important that we understand that we, we have to avoid getting caught up in this kind of mess. By the way, Switzerland has now stopped recommending the COVID-19 vaccine. I got to cover that again a little bit more. Now, Dr. McCullough is on with Tucker Carlson, and he says this spike protein is a killer. This is on Fox now. So they're coming out with full disclosure. Dr. Peter McCullough is one of the most outspoken and bravest leaders during the pandemic, and today he has continued his work to keep America's healthy and safe. Speaking to Tucker Carlson, Dr. McCullough was not afraid to bring up big pharma, big tech, big government during the pandemic, and he's showing the same courage today. The spike protein is a killer. It rips through the hearts of men and women, says Dr. McCullough, in a new video where he calls the response of the FDA and CDC to the dangers of spike protein as normal. The good news is that despite censorship of the mainstream media community, solutions exist to deal with this deadly spike protein. You know, again, he's talking about natokinase. He's talking about ivermectin. He's talking about, you know, N-acetylcysteine, talking about nitric oxide. The same thing that we talk about in our spike protein survival kit. And, you know, I don't even know what to say about the spike protein survival kit. It's a great product, great kit. But doggone it all, why do I have to do that? Why do we have to develop a kit for this? I'm, I'm, I know it's a rhetorical question. I got that, okay? And I'm just having a conversation with you guys. You guys are all talking to me now and answering the question, but it's rhetorical. I mean, why in the world did we have to put together something to stop and to mitigate the damage being caused by these idiots like Fauci? And the CDC and Operation Warp Speed has closed the country down. I'm Donald Trump. Why do we have to go in now and mitigate all this damage? And why do people keep supporting Trump when he keeps pushing the vaccine? And, and the millions of people that I've saved. No, he hasn't. The millions of people that are dead because of this. It, it's mind boggling to me. The, 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 uh, the amount of lies that now come out of the media is just staggering. So, so the next question comes up. You know, Fox and Tucker Carlson has a pretty big audience, and the numbers in the millions daily. Why are they allowing this information to go out? Create conflict. This is all that, 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 that I told you about. It's, it's controlling both sides of the narrative. They're making everybody realize that, you know, they've been basically hoodwinked, that they've been lied to, 
And that gets all the patriots and all the people who did not want to take the shot unbelievably angry. It's got the people who basically took the shot, who now are mad they took the shot because they thought it was a good shot, unbelievably angry. And so all of this stuff is designed on purpose to create conflict. You know, right now we've had this big, huge fight, you know, six shot in the aisle up there in South Carolina, the Isle of Palms, South Carolina, huge brawls, shooting sense, terrified visitors running. It's all to create massive conflict with the people everywhere. Now we have people now saying everybody should have have guns. I was speaking with someone last night, and they were talking about gun control in Brazil. Now the old president didn't like guns. The new president wanted guns. Now the new ex-president doesn't want guns anymore. And I said to this lady, I said, it's simple. It's simple. If you take the guns away from law-abiding citizens, the only people that have guns are the criminals. The criminals are called criminals because they are criminals. They don't listen to the rule of law. They're not going to give up their firearms because they realize the power they have with the firearms. So they're not going to do anything they possibly can to do anything legally with you. They're going to do all they can to rub, come rob, kill, steal, and destroy because their father is Lucifer. That's who they're serving. So you take the guns away from the law-abiding citizens, six get shot out there on the beach in South Carolina, because who were, where were the people that were going to be there to defend the rest of the other people until it turns into a giant free-for-all? Uh, it's, it's insane that this is actually happening. By the way, on the Hollywood front, it's pretty good. Jim Caviezel, who I really like, who starred in The Passion of the Christ, in a film about real-life sex trafficking rescue, uh, basically the producer says, you're dead if child slave's plight doesn't move you because this, this is such an intense movie. Jim Caviezel, a Hollywood veteran best known as his leading man, and the Passion of the Christ is starring in a new movie about sex trafficking rescue operation that is based on a true story of a former federal agent who quit his job to devote his life to saving exploited children. In an interview with the Christian Post, Sound of Freedom producer Edward Barastiogu said he has drawn to the victory of Tim Ballard after meeting the former agent and hearing about the horrific reality of the sex trafficking industry. We are talking about millions of children around the world kidnapped for sex yearly. These kids are being raped. 15 times a day for many, many years. I'm going to stop there because it gets too graphic. But the reality is this is the reality where we live. A million children going missing in the United States every year. You don't hear about it being recovered. Yeah, this is that This is that group. This is that same Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan, the same guys that do everything, doing this too, working in child trafficking, human organ trafficking, as it's like in livers and kidneys, that kind of stuff. Same group, the same group that sold the blacks into slavery through England. The same Rothschild banking cartel, synagogue of Satan group that did that too. Don't forget who these people are. The same group who brought us this Federal Reserve Bank. The same group that started the Civil War. The same group that started World War One. The same group that started World War Two. The same group that is involved with drugs and the CIA and bringing it out of Vietnam and out of Afghanistan. The same group that set up the fentanyl now all over the world. The same group that runs the synagogue of Satan through pharmacia and drugging the masses. This same group is always the same group. It's the same people. And it goes right back to the fallen angels and to the Nephilim bloodline and those people that have been bred in a way that they can be possessed by other entities and have no empathy or sympathy, and they're psychopaths. Same group. The same groups, like Austin mentioned earlier, do what thou wilt with Aleister Crowley, another Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan weirdo. All of these people are the same group. And we understand that once we see the picture of the real world and we take the blinders off. That's what the Bible says, that the God of this age has put a blinder, I guess you could call it, a veil across the minds and the hearts of the unbelievers so they cannot believe and know the truth. And that same veil put into a lot of these Christians and these churches because 
a lot of them really aren't Christians. I hate to say it. Oh, I just did that, did I? Because they don't understand who Jesus is, because the cross has been taken out of the church. The blood covenant's been taken out of the church. It's turned into a Norman Vincent Peel, you know, who was a Mason, you know, basically, you know, rah-rah ceremony every Sunday, you know, and feel-good messages. And you, and you don't really talk about repentance and the things that are wrong and sin and things that people need to change. It's that same group that's brought us to that, who's destroyed the Christian churches through the, you know, Johnson Amendment and all the rest. It's the same group that runs it all. And when we understand that, we can step back and look at it and we can see it. And it's the same group, basically, that is also promoting Bette Midler, who's an unbelievably hardcore leftist weirdo. Just thought I'd mention that. I know a lot of you guys probably liked her, and she used to have a good singing voice way back when, what kind of sort of, some kind of good voice. But now she basically tweets and twists Easter message to call for gun control as a, as a, you know, a resurrection for the victims of school shootings. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Bette Midler is calling for gun control. Well, she's, you know, she's a hardcore Kabbalist, you know. Jew, you got to just remember who she is, twisted the Easter message in a Sunday morning tweet, which ended with calls for more gun control and a shout out to Mike Bloomberg affiliated Moms Demand Action. On <laughs> this most holy day in the Christian calendar, remember the slaughter of your own innocence in school shootings across America, Midler wrote, referring to the recent school shootings in Texas and Tennessee. Let this Easter mark a resurrection for them, and you're committed to change. You know, I'm not even going to comment on her any more than I just did because I was going to say something really, really, really ugly. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that person. I, I just want people to realize that, you know, we're supposed to walk in love. <laughs> Gosh, that's hard to do that right now. And I understand. I got it, okay? I'm just like you guys are. Sometimes these people say things that are so horrible to me and so awful to me that it aggravates me to such a point that I really don't know what to say besides I really hope and pray that you get saved at Midler, and I really hope and realize that you – because you're going to realize sooner or later that every tongue shall confess and every knee shall bow that Jesus Christ is Lord. And you can stop twisting the Easter message for your own political gain. Ugh, nauseating. Uh, by the way, maternity wars are closing across the country. Uh, it's going to happen, isn't it? Uh, when you have a bunch of people with spike proteins can't get pregnant anymore, so I think the main reason is for that. So we have that continuing to go on and on and on. And uh, by the way, the uh, we're having some problems with the world oceans now. And temperatures are doing all kinds of crazy stuff, and surface temperatures are hitting record highs, causing all types of weird weather patterns all over the planet. And we just need to realize that a lot of this, again, is being done by geoengineering that's trying to basically terraform the planet. I guess he's what do you call what do you want to call them? These 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 fallen angels like it warmer. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Are they terraforming the planet? Are they trying to do that? I mean, you know, they sometimes some some people call them reptilians. I don't care. You know, Satan did show up as a snake and morphed into that mess or whatever he did with Lucifer, the snake in the Garden of Eden. We're given that metaphor already, and maybe it was a real thing. I don't know. I wasn't there. Uh, maybe it really was a snake that was talking to Eve. I don't know. We're gonna talk about that in Angel Wars. I'll go into more detail on all of that stuff. But we got to understand something, guys. This is the group that has been running the show for a long, long time, and the deeper. I get into basically angel wars. The more I begin to realize just how incredible this pre-Adamic race was with the formation of this planet, who we are today. It's, it's, it's kind of some crazy stuff. By the way, Bruce Springsteen's street band guitarist, uh, Stephen Van Zandt, the least called to exterminate the GOP cockroaches. <laughs> Can you realize Bruce Veterans? No, no, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. I don't care for Bruce. Some of his music was pretty good. Some of the USA stuff was pretty good. I don't know why he would sing that, to be honest with you, because, uh, you know, he's such a doggone, you know, socialist. Bruce Springsteen's veteran e-band guitarist Stephen Van Zandt issued a call 
to fans and supporters on social media Sunday to exterminate the Republican cockroaches. His rallying cry to target GOC supporters, half of America, <laughs> came during an expletive-laden exchange on Twitter. Began with the guitarist ventured forth by abusing what he called the Republican white supremacist scumbag powers and, well, I'll pass on that word, then these guns that feel like real men. After <laughs> The same guy who runs around with security guys with guns, right? <laughs> <laughs> the same people like Bette Midler who have security guys with guns want to talk about we have to have guns to make us feel like real men after uh, the uh, Tennessee representatives demanded gun controls. Van Zent was then called out on Twitter by a follower for his abuse, which he quickly <laughs> resumed. He said that he deleted his original anti-Republican post for a host of reasons to avoid spending half my day deleting. Now I'm not going to talk about this. Scumbag Russian bots and maggot cockroaches like you. Go take away some women's rights. Keep some black people from voting. Go harass a trans event. Go shoot some kids. Do what Republicans do best and get out of my feed. Uh, this guy is a weirdo, 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 weirdo. So, uh, again, we need to pray for him. <laughs> it's so hard to do that for people like this, that he accepts Jesus Christ. But this guy is completely and totally reprobate, and uh, he's not going to get any better. And just always remember that. And remember, we have a higher level of authority here. We have a higher level of accountability. We have to answer to the Most High God, and we have to continue to bring honor and glory to God in all that we do think and say. And, you know, we, and we've got to realize that there are a lot of brands out there that have sponsored trans, trans activists. We have to understand who they are and realize that we just don't need to support these people because there are a lot of people out there that are continuing to push all of this crazy stuff, you know. <sighs> Okay, here we go. Here, here, but Bud Light's match March Madness contest. Bud Light confirmed that it has a brand partnership with a transgender on Tuesday, claiming it was part of an effort to authentically connect with customers. They're one half of one percent. Uh, this trans person is a former actor who held various roles in Broadway musicals. That's, that's controlled by the gay Jewish mafia, by the way, and has been especially criticized for marketing deals with such companies as brand Ultra Beauty and the House of Kate Spade, both of whom prompted accusations that he was insulting women and, and provoking error with the company's consumer base. And now he's basically doing all kinds of other stuff with Crest toothpaste, et cetera, et cetera. So, guys, you know, just, we've got to realize that there's a certain things out there that we don't need to be supporting at all anymore. And if we support these companies, all we're doing basically is supporting these types of people and what they believe. We, we've just got to understand that. And, 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 and so I'm going to post this article from the Daily Wire, which gives you a list of these different companies that are doing this and supporting this. Because remember, these companies are the ones that are going to be primarily owned by BlackRock State Street of Vanguard, which is controlled through the Bloodline families, which again would be the <laughs> fallen angel groups. This is that group that runs it all and has run it all for thousands and thousands of years. So why do we want to give them money? continue to promote their agenda so they can continue to just uh, slam Christ and, and do the things they know that they shouldn't do because they're being told by their father Lucifer to do these things. They continue to do them, and why are we giving them money? Just a thought for – just food for thought. By the way, I love you guys, and I really, really appreciate you too. I'm so blessed to the kingdom of God. I'm so blessed to be part of your family, and I, I love you guys so very, very much. And if you ever get a chance, drop me a line, askdrsedb at yahoo.com. I love hearing from you, and I appreciate you so much. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yeah, you're spot on. And, you know, really good information, wild show today. And, you know, a lot of these things, as we continue to progress and we learn more about them, we continue to get them out there, 
I encourage one another to forward the shows, at the very least forward the articles. I mean, we got the daily news articles on the website every single day. We discuss, plus much, much more, and uh, just continually updating things for people to get the information out there. You know, earlier, a few minutes ago, I saw this the shooting at a bank in Louisville, Kentucky. Some guy went to the bank apparently this morning and ended up killing five people. And whether or not it was a bank robbery, which is what it appeared to be, now they're saying that it was a mass shooting. I don't know why you go into a bank to do a mass shooting if you're not going to try to rob it. I, I don't know. It's horrific. But um, my condolences to the family. But again, you're going to see more and more push for this. Isn't it ironic how all of a sudden – it's just like clockwork. I've told people this, and a lot of people don't ever listen to me when I say it. I, I encourage people to use cognitive reasoning. <laughs> Everybody notices every time there's about to be more gun restrictions and more gun laws put into place, you suddenly have these random spurts of mass shootings that nobody can seem to figure out that just start occurring and getting mainstream media coverage. Yet, there's shootings on a daily basis in the United States. This isn't some abnormal occurrence. I mean, Chicago had, I think, 38 people shot over the weekend. Yet, you don't hear anything about ATF up there. You don't hear anything about mass shootings or any type of gun legislation. Why? Because Chicago has some of the strictest gun laws in the entire country. It's already illegal to bring a firearm into a bank. It's already illegal to try to kill somebody with any object. It's already legal to go in and start brandishing a firearm and discharging it inside an occupied dwelling. All these things are illegal to do. It's already against the law, and you're going to go to prison for your entire life if you commit these violent acts. Yet suddenly… If we make more laws restricting more things that people can do, it'll somehow save everyone. Well, I, that's the whole irony that goes along with this that a lot of people just fail to realize. Cain killed Abel with a rock. David killed Goliath with a rock. Two completely different scenarios, same tool used. It all depends on the person that's operating the system. It all depends who's holding the rock. That's what people have to realize, and that's why regardless of what people's stances on this, I've massively always encouraged people to make sure you're staying active and training in your defense, whether it be through firearms or hand-to-hand and all the above. I encourage you to do so on a regular basis at least a couple times a year. You know, At the very least, go to the range and knock the cobwebs off a pistol if you're carrying it. Make sure your ammo's still hot. A conversation with that with dad the other day. I said, you know, after you know a year or so ammo in my magazine, I'll go even if they're hydrostats, I'll go to the range, I'll burn them out. Just because you know you get sweaty, you're carrying it all the time. You want to make sure the ammo's still hot, and uh, it's just worth having fresh ammo in your mag all the time as much as possible. So I encourage you guys. Thank you for supporting Health Masters so much. Thank you for staying strong and getting the truth out there. Thank you for also contacting your representatives. I've already done this. I've encouraged people to do so as well about this entire Restrict Act that you know suddenly nobody wants to talk about in mainstream media. Isn't it ironic? Not a single topic is being brought up about this anywhere on mainstream media at all. I mean it's like crickets, cricket, cricket. What are you talking about? Oh, we need to ban TikTok because it's bad. TikTok's a horrible platform. TikTok's connected to communist China. TikTok spies on you just like every other social media platform, including Facebook through the FBI and the NSA using those. All the social media platforms do the same thing. But suddenly now we need to have a bill that essentially strips away everybody's privacy and freedom because of TikTok. Nah, TikTok's just a scapegoat. 
And I encourage you, make sure you protect your children from a lot of these social media sites. A lot of them are really bad. A lot of them have really bad people on them, especially for younger kids. Just best just to stay away from it or just don't give them access to that stuff at all. The best thing you could possibly do. Thank you guys again, my friends, for the support. Be sure to check out the new product that's going to be rolling out. I just got it up on the website today. We're getting the batch in this week. It's the Berberine Ultimate. If you guys know anything about Berberine, it's an incredibly good formula. It helps out significantly with blood glucose metabolism and maintaining blood sugar. We now have the DHB formula, which is the dihydroberberine, which is the natural bioactive form of berberine, five times stronger than normal berberine. So be sure to check it on the website. I'm having the front page later on the day. Appreciate you guys. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.